Welcome to Volunteer Friendly, episode one. Should we stop using the phrase volunteer friendly? Hey, I'm Will Doggett. Thanks so much for joining me. Uh, if you're this is your first time joining me, and it should be because it's the first episode, this show is all about providing thought-provoking questions, subjects to you as a worship leader, production manager, production volunteer, anyone serving um, uh, on a Sunday morning trying to make services happen. And I want to provide you with a question uh, that makes you think, a question that may, maybe makes you go, should we stop doing this? Should we start doing this? Why did we start doing this in the first place? And so every week we release episodes Thursday morning at 10 a.m. Central. Uh, And each episode is less than 10 minutes so that you can spend time thinking through the question, the topic, uh, either by yourself or with your team. I thought for today's episode, it would be great to poke a little fun at the reason why I named this podcast in the first first place, which is volunteer friendly. Now, if you're in a church setting service and you've ever bought uh, any music gear, you've bought production gear, then you're probably familiar with that phrase. The first time I really heard this phrase a lot, and I've grown up in a church setting and served in churches, was at uh, NAM show 2015. And at that show, I was there with Sweetwater and we we're walking around the floor. Uh, I had glasses that were way too small for my face. If you're watching the video version of this, you could see I'm showing that and poking fun at myself. But um, I was there and part of what we were doing at the NAM show, if you're not familiar with the NAM show, it's a show where you go and talk to uh, music manufacturers and they try to basically sell music companies, uh, music stores on their gear and why they should purchase and buy their gear to then sell to um, us, the normies, the customers, right? And so one of the things we were there doing was interviewing them on behalf of churches. And we would go and say, um, what new products do you have and how can they help serve churches? And what I started to discover is I would go and I would talk to these companies and they would start to say things like, well, we have our professional line of soundboards, but then we have our line of soundboards for churches that are very volunteer friendly and they are simple and they have simple controls. They don't have lots of complicated things and lots of layers and lots of things. They're very simple for volunteers to use. And they would, you know, I'm, I'm obviously kind of poking fun there and I'm, I'm slowing my voice down, but they would do the same thing. And it was the, like, they kept using this term and I don't think it hit me until much later when I was processing that and thinking through. And I thought, man, that, that term doesn't sit well with me, you know? And I just thought, um, I don't know how I feel about that term. And so, uh, fast forward a couple years, uh, to 2019, March 12th, 2019. In fact, as I look at this, I actually wrote an article for Sweetwater. I still have a great relationship with them. They are, I will say they're the place you should buy your music from, uh, music gear, production gear, if you are doing that. So shout out Sweetwater, Jeff Barnett, my sales engineer there. Um, but I wrote this article for Sweetwater called why we should stop using the term volunteer friendly. I've linked that up in the show notes of this show so that you can um, read that if you want to. And one of the goals of this particular show is for me, I don't want to try to push my opinion. It's not for me to uh, build and grow a platform for me to share my particular ministry philosophies. And so uh, by that article, I think you can tell how I feel about that term. But that term in me, when I heard it, and I really started thinking about it, it evoked these feelings of We're basically saying if you're a professional, things should be very complex and they should be difficult and hard to understand as if it's almost this like this hurdle you have to jump over it to to make it into the club. In order to be in the professional club, you've got to understand this thing that is uh, poorly designed and highly complex and inefficient and not simple. And if you can understand that you're professional and if you're a volunteer where, you know, you're very dumb and you're dumb because you're a volunteer. And if you weren't dumb, you would be a professional. So for you, we have made things very simple. 
Now, um, I'm going to present some processing questions here in a second at the end. And so I want you to, to, to live with those and particularly live with how you feel about the phrase volunteer friendly and whether it sits well with you or not. We'll, we'll get to that in just a second uh, and like literally in a couple minutes because the show is not much longer. But for me in particular, and again, I'm going to try to not present my viewpoint, but I want to share a little bit of what, what that thought to me is when I heard that and when I started to process that and when I thought about writing that article for Sweetwater, to me, volunteer friendly kind of means simple and easy to understand. And I started thinking more about it. And I thought, well, shouldn't everything be like that? Just because it's professional doesn't mean it should be complex. Now, they're obviously a professional soundboard. You're going to get some more controls and people that are out on tour are going to need some more controls than someone who's mixing a four-piece acoustic worship set on Sunday or four-piece set, you know, regardless whether it's worship, church or, or not. You may need some more controls. May need more outputs. You may need more whatever. But it doesn't mean that that professional thing should be super complex, and the thing that's made for churches should be simple because we have volunteers. Something else that for me, again, going to do my best to not try to present my viewpoint as the the ruling authority and the thing that's true. But for me personally, when I when I started thinking about that term volunteer friendly, it stuck out to me as basically saying volunteers are stupid, and therefore they should have this some simplicity simplistic kind of easy to use thing. And again, going back to that, I think the professional thing should be easy and simple. And if companies would devote more time to creating great products, as opposed to just shipping something every year and getting out to appease their shareholder again, sorry for my personal opinion, soaking through there, coming through. Um, but I think it, it should be simple. It should be easy, but, uh, there are, our volunteers are not created equal. There are levels of volunteers. If someone who just wants to come and join and they have an interest in audio and we put them in charge of running audio for everything. And then we get frustrated when our audio doesn't sound good versus a volunteer who they have spent hours and they spent a lot of time and dedicated themselves either um, in church or in a different venue or whatever to learn how to mix audio and to mix audio well. And we put them in charge of audio on a Sunday morning. We're super happy with that. Um, and the other thing that personally, again, let me share my personal thought on this. Again, I, I'm not trying to put my viewpoint out here, but my personal thing that came up for me is when I'm thinking about buying gear, production gear, right now I serve as a broadcast director at my church here in Austin. When I'm thinking about buying a video switcher, do I go towards the professional thing because it's got the the, the most amount of buttons, it's got the greatest LPD, lights per dollar uh, of a piece of gear, and it's professional and there's a big hurdle I have to jump, or do I pick this piece of gear that's very simple because it's quote unquote volunteer friendly? Um, and am I picking that quote unquote volunteer friendly piece of gear because I don't want to spend the time training my team to learn this other piece of gear? Now, for me personally, I'm not going to tell you what I bought, but I did buy a piece of gear as opposed to the professional quote unquote thing. I bought a piece of gear that was a lot more affordable, but it was a lot more simple because when I looked at what we needed to do, we didn't need the LPD. We didn't need the lights per dollar. We didn't need all these different features. We needed this video switcher that was very simple, easy to use, and it did everything we needed. But I, when I picked that up, I still have to think about how am I going to train? How am I going to equip my team on this piece of gear? I don't want to buy a piece of gear that's simpler just so that I can get out of training and equipping my team. Hopefully that makes sense. So here's what I want to leave you with this week. And every single week on the show, I'm going to present some questions, some processing questions for either you or for you to work through with you and your team. If you want these questions in a downloadable PDF that you can share, and you're more than welcome to share it with anyone on your team, um, then head to volunteerfriendly.com. Look for episode one and uh, you can download uh, this PDF to share with them. So here's our three questions for today. Number one, how do you feel about the term volunteer friendly? I, I've 
obviously tried not to superimpose my feelings, my thoughts and say, this is the way. Um, but I, I, I want to know how you feel about the term volunteer friendly. How does that sit with you? Do you feel like it's fine? Do you feel like I'm just one of those guys that's too sensitive and I need to move on and grow up and get over it? Or do you think, yeah, I think there's something there. I think there's something about the term volunteer friendly that exposes uh, cracks in our system, flaws in our system, as opposed to flaws in our volunteer. Number one, how do you feel about the term volunteer friendly? Um, I'm not looking for an argument. I just want you to sit with that and I want to know how you feel about it. Number two, are we failing our volunteers by placing them in areas that they aren't fully equipped for success? I'll say that again. Are we failing our volunteers by placing them in areas that they aren't fully equipped for success? Or maybe another way we could say that they aren't yet fully equipped for success. So think about your particular setup, your particular scenario. Are there any ways in which you're failing your volunteers by not fully equipping them for success and putting them in areas that maybe they're not yet ready to serve? Number three, are there any ways we're failing our volunteers by a lack of training or systems that are unnecessarily complex? Are there any ways that we're failing our volunteers by a lack of training, number one, or by systems that are unnecessarily complex? Are we leaning on, let's buy the thing that's quote unquote volunteer friendly, but we're not making things simple and easy for our volunteers by systems that are too complex or by not creating training that we should. So if you want the PDF download of those questions to work through on your own or with your team, head to volunteerfriendly.com. You can download those. You can share with your team. Also, if you want to discuss each week, we'll be posting this episode, enabling comments. So if you want to discuss this in a community setting, go back and forth again, be kind. Don't present your opinion as if it's the gospel truth, but present it as your opinion and how you feel and what you think. You want to discuss that. You can do that at volunteerfriendly.com as well. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. We'll see you next week for episode two of the Volunteer Friendly Show. Take care. Bye, everybody. See you next week.